watching trash because I've been, well, I've been watching Love is Blind season three. Okay. I don't think I've watched that one yet. Oh, Ronaldo. <laughs> you need to. It's so bad. Season three, actually, I didn't finish. I like I, I got to the it comes out in like three parts and I got to the end of the second part. And I had watched one wedding, and then it showed you, like, part of one of the second ones. And I was like, these are all going to be very upsetting. Or, like, most (laughs) of them are going to be very... And, like, the first season... The first season had, like, a classic... um, Oh, I feel like this is such an appropriate topic. It had such a classic uh, villain, like, reality show villain. Yeah. Uh, so it felt it felt there it was like a little caricature and then there was a couple that was actually likable which I think shocked everybody I feel like it actually shocked Netflix too I feel like they were like we were not <laughs> planning for this and so uh, season one was fun season two was pretty like you knew nothing was going to work out but people didn't oh that's sad for them and it was, but there were also, once again, you had another, like, good villain, kind of. Okay. I do and, love a good villain. And, you know, like, I I don't know. There There's a big difference, though, between season three and season two. And season three was, it just made me sad. Oh. Like, it was just, like, people actually looked like they really got hurt. And it was oh, just no. not. I don't like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I felt... I was like, this is not what I signed up for. No, that's not why I watched reality TV. No. no. Who hosts I... that? Uh, Nick Lachey. <gasps> oh, for real? Yeah, yeah. It's Nick Lachey and shit, n- his wife. Something his new Lachey. wife. Oh, shit. What a fucking segue this is. Right? Also, I think he used to introduce himself as like and you and I of course am Nick Lachey and I was like nobody knows <laughs> of course that would my be, ass <laughs> that I was like you are not Justin Timberlake no you do not get to it say was, of course I also love the idea and it's so perfect with today's topic but I love the idea that it's him and his wife that mm-hmm. are hosting this like a marriage show and it's uh it's it's an interesting choice they are completely like there's no reason for them to be there (laughs) no there usually isn't (laughs) no there's like no reason for them to be there but everybody like whenever they show up they're all like whoa yeah yeah and i'm like you guys guys you're doing this because, like, the producer was like, hey, could, could you guys, like, yes. a little more? Like, Nick was crying in, um, in the trailer, so could you guys just, like, clap a little bit more? And, that absolutely um, was just part of his contract. I forget that they're a part of it until they, like, randomly show up after, like, <laughs> six episodes or something where they'll be like, marriage is a commitment, uh, oh, never heard that before. They give, yeah, yeah, yeah. They give some very um, vague and cliche advice, and uh, that's kind of about it. That's kind of what they do. Okay, so I think this is part of why I'm confused, though, because mm-hmm. I watched a reality show last year, and it was definitely hosted by Nick Lachey and his new wife, whose name 
I cannot remember. But it wasn't Love is Blind. It was the one, they like switched partners for a while. And everybody hooked up with everybody. And then they went back to their original partners. Vanessa. Oh, they must. What's that one? How many love reality shows do those two host? And like, why are they the love couple? That, that is what I find fascinating. Let's see. Oh, the ultimatum. Marry yes. and move on. I watched that. That was a good one. And basically, I, I mean, they were just all awful people, obviously. And went and slept with other people for like the week that they were apart and then like bitched about their partners, but then decided they were actually in love after all. Spoiler alert. Like, okay, love is blind. I could see some good people going on. There have been some people who who are not like maybe people I would hang out with, but I'm like, you're not a serial killer. You're not good date raping people. So that's that's good. Like the bar is low. (laughs) The bar is low. No, but then there are some that like in, in the first season, there is a couple where I'm like, I would hang out with you and not hate you, and I think you wouldn't hate me. And uh like you seem they were just they managed to be interesting without being dramatic. Oh. And that's surprising. they they were very sweet. I like I tend to uh look, no hate to the straight <laughs> people, but I tend to find straight relationships really boring to watch because oh, all my are. life it's been yeah, it's like it's like all my life I I'm like I have seen this play out 13,000 times, but I actually was like a fan like I was a fan of them not like I'm following them on Instagram or something but I was like I really want these two to work out they seem like good people now the uh a bunch of the other couples for most of the seasons <laughs> not great Riley we have a lot to discuss so I think we should <laughs> should we should start the episode oh oh yeah you think that huh yeah. oh by the way we're sponsored by uh love is blind <laughs> We're sponsored by Nick Lachey. You know who he is. Yeah. You know. You know. Nick Lachey. It's Nick freaking Lachey. Nick Lachey, bitch. Nick Lachey. He was in that band or something. So this is ruining our childhood, and uh, we didn't explain what we do in our first episode, but you you can probably figure it out. We're, we're not, like, super smart this isn't people so if this isn't it's not nuanced no there it is that's what i see (laughs) you can figure out what we're doing here but if you can't or if you simply don't want to we basically go over pop culture and other miscellaneous things from our childhood and we dissect it and we see if it holds up today and we make fun of it and we also talk about love is blind and current things too because we're multifaceted that's pretty much it right yeah no i think that was a a good thing yeah no it it was like what 30 minutes after we finished recording the first episode (laughs) that i was like did we actually talk about what we are doing and what this is that's no we're new and i don't think we introduced ourselves at all like probably you don't even know our names so that's fun i mean who cares it's, yeah, it's mom I mean, and Justin. They can. Do you think mom's <laughs> going to be able to tell her voices apart? Oh, <gasps> she better. Mom, who is Wait, this? Who's this? Oh, we and Beth's listening. We have three listeners. <gasps> Beth's Ooh, listening too. Beth She's going to listen. Tell. Beth, can, Beth tell. can tell. Beth yeah. knows. So, hi guys. <laughs> Thanks hey. for listening. Thanks. 
Do you think, uh, is your, are we naming our, our life partners? <laughs> uh, never say that again. But <laughs> yes, although okay. my partner in life yeah. is not going to listen to this, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I love the idea, though, if, uh, I just love the idea of um, him being a secret fan. Yeah, he would be. No, he's going to be a troll, actually. <laughs> he yeah, would be a no, troll. He, he would definitely be a troll. Kelsey, uh, and that is my, as her brother call, referred to us, my betrothed. Um, <laughs> that sounds so sinister. <laughs> it, it does. He, no, he was super drunk. We went to meet him and his friend. It was with the, the shit friend, uh, remember? Yeah, yeah, I do remember shit friend. Uh, um. And he introduced us. Corey is very, very sweet. And he's hilarious when he's drunk. And he is like, this is my sister Kelsey and her betrothed. And I <laughs> died. And Kelsey was like, um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess technically. I, I suppose, yeah. But what Kelsey is going to do is she's not going to, she loves me and she's not going to want to listen because <laughs> she doesn't listen to a lot of podcasts. And then I think specifically listening to you and I talk about that like she already hears me talk about some of this stuff i don't think she's going to want to have to then listen where she can't tell me i'm wrong or (laughs) discuss or have any like it's pretty much like hey do you want to like let's do have a conversation about pop culture like we normally do except you don't get any input for an hour that's so i think what she's going to do is say that be like yeah 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 i'll listen because she will feel bad being like i'm not going to oh I thought you were going to say she wasn't going to because she doesn't like me. So I'm just glad it wasn't no, that. <laughs> no, I mean, you used to. Everyone I have dated who has met you, and also pretty much all of my friends who have met you, have always been very afraid of you because you come off very... Uh, Scurry. Yeah, uh, which is funny because I think it's just that you're super introverted and maybe even like a little shy, but definitely introverted. Correct. Um, Both. But... It's yeah. both and awkward, and I am actually <laughs> kind of a bitch. But oh, the the physical comment. I'm actually you're doing making right my now, yeah. <laughs> I'm like it's not doing my alarmed translate. squirrel face actually. Yeah. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, I'm very track. nervous for my first episode, so I'm stalling. Um, but the long delayed segue was actually you were talking about Nick Lachey, and today. We're going to be talking about a couple of kids back in the early aughts named Nick and Jessica. They're just two American kids doing the best they can, but but not really. Uh, I have written here, wannabe playboy and C-list boy band member, Nick Lachey. And quote-unquote dumb blonde, innocent as pie, Jessica Simpson were one of the it couples of the 2000s. Excuse you. How dare you? I had that muted, so I think it's just going to be you saying excuse you, how dare you, into a mic. It's fine. Yeah, you can cut that when you edit this. It's no surprise that their reality show, Newlyweds, Nick and Jessica, premiered to an audience of almost 5 million viewers just in the United States. Just in the U.S. of A. The use. The USA. Okay, so I'm actually going to start out with some trivia. And you probably aren't going to know many of these because you really didn't watch this at all. I don't think... I watched Ish? it 
I mean, like, you pretty much chose what we got to watch, and sometimes I let you watch things I hated so we could spend time together. So, I remember Hearts. What is okay. that sound? Can you hear I was that? just wondering that. Is someone running a vacuum? Or is it a computer whirring? Please hold for technical difficulties. Please hold while we play What's That Sound? Um, Ghost vacuum? I can't tell if it's my computer or the vacuum. One sec. Kelsey is vacuuming. Her, her <laughs> parents are in town and they're going to be here tomorrow. So I was like, hey, I'm going to be recording upstairs. And she was <laughs> like, cool, like, no problem. Great, and I'll she, vacuum. <laughs> Why does she want us to fail? Right? It's um, fine. You can take it out in editing. <laughs> in post. That's post. like the joke in, in like film school or like any kind of media. Just like fix it in post. Fix it in fix post. Fix it in post. Okay. We'll fix uh, that in post. Trivia question number one. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. How old were Jay Simps and Nick Lache when they got married? I am going to guess that he was 29 and she was 21. You are really close. She was 22 and he was 28. You were only a year off for Damn. both. Nice job. Thank you. I was just like, he never looked super duper young. So mm -hmm. I was like, he can't be, he can't be like early to mid 20s. Also, I feel like he's super secure. So he definitely wouldn't hate a younger, somewhat much-ish younger woman. Yes. You, you I mean, are I right guess on all counts. I guess it's not like that big of an age difference, but I'm going to still just point it out. It felt significant for them. Um, do you know what network yeah. Newlyweds premiered on? Uh, no, so I'm going to say Lifetime. <laughs> Don't say Lifetime. Does Lifetime even have reality shows? Uh, I don't know. But it did have that weird show where the siblings <laughs> bathe naked in, um, that wasn't in Montana. <laughs> Okay, that no, was a reality, reality show. No, but it did have that, and that's what I remember about them. Do you remember that weird, like, Lifetime movie? No, where I didn't watch the cowboy it. Hats? Oh, Mom I, and you I You guys did. just told yeah. me about it. Yeah, so I've heard of it. I feel like I watched it, but I have not. It was confusing and creepy. Anyway, sorry. Go uh, on. It was MTV, so <laughs> you're oh, way off on I that was, one. Well, I, I was like, maybe, but that seemed too obvious, so I was like, it's probably something weird. Well, it wasn't. It was good old MTV, that music television. Um, do you know how many seasons of the show there are? Oh, God. Uh, there can't be that many. I mean, I imagine they got divorced pretty soon. Uh, three? You are right. How are you right about that? Hold on, I hold on. I sucked so hard on the Sailor Moon trivia. I hope, okay. Amazing. Yes. Praise me. Okay. Praise me. You, you earned it. You got it. Thank you. Oh my gosh. You suck. Okay. Well, fine. That was my hard trivia. Let me get past my... <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, my sources. Okay. I went into the origins of reality TV. I don't know if that's going to be interesting or not. You may cut it in I, post. I'm, <laughs> no, I'm actually interested because I don't know what they are. and I like this kind of shit. Fantastic. Beth, Mom, and Justin will too. Oh, you guys. It was just for you. Um, so reality television actually dates back a lot farther than I thought. Um, Candid Camera is like the first technical reality show, and that debuted on ABC in 1948. What? I know. I was thinking like 
early 90s would be like the reality television debut but it's not 1948 it was candid camera and everybody knows what candid camera is yeah right? see but i i still would have thought like i could have seen that maybe i don't know i would have guessed 80s yeah like at the earliest <coughs> i know i was shocked um but that that's Coco what i read bananas. that's what i read on the interwebs there was another reality show called real people on nbc um and that started mm-hmm. in 1979 it reminds me the premise reminds me a lot of that you know that my weird addiction show that was on tlc yes yes so it it was basically that it featured short like documentaries every episode on real people who did unusual things so there was like a guy who ate dirt and another person who walked only backwards so it's it's basically the same thing did we did we used to watch that with mom not not the old-timey one but yeah i'm pretty sure yeah i i kind of i just kind of remember watching my strange addiction real depressing real strange it really was because there were people who did all sorts of strange strange stuff like ate really weird things like ate rocks or detergent and i don't freaking remember what else wasn't there somebody who like still thought they were a baby or something and like slept in a crib that sounds like we're getting into a real creepy kink that's just like TLC as a whole is somebody who thinks they're a baby and is sleeping in a crib still. And then they're remodeling a house for baby person. Yes. Oh my now god, we're house it could hunters. Be MTV Cribs. It's like a revival. But real, real cribs. Real cribs. Real actual real cribs, cribs for adult babies. TM, don't steal it. Dibs. Dibs. Um, so our couple, Lil mm-hmm. Lil Nick Lachey, of course. And Jessica Simpson uh, got married on October 26th of 2002, and the show premiered on August 19th of 2003, so not that long after they got married. They were true newlyweds. I already told you this, it only had three seasons, so it ended in March of 2005. I feel like like, the best thing for a new marriage is putting a ton of pressure on it. Yes. Having thousands of people watch and judge yep having your every move watched um and this was like early reality television so i was reading um i think it was like an excerpt from one of jessica simpson's books uh yeah she has a couple and she was talking about how instead of like reality television show now is very scheduled like you have certain kind of like filming dates and times but back then back in the day they were basically just like miked as soon as they woke up and like all the way till they went to bed they were just always miked which I, sounds miserable thinking about reality television now and wow then and now i can kind of see a difference like it does seem a little less i mean it does seem a little realer i mean you're still putting people in a very unconventional situation so you know right is that true reality or not whatever um but i yeah i do it did seem like a much and uh, i don't know like you felt like you were there a lot longer with everybody right well because it it was very much real like you were kind of watching them do all the monotonous shit that you could watch anybody do but you were watching celebrities do it quote quote yeah <laughs> celebrities question mark Nick and Jessica were introduced to each other in 1998, this feels like so long ago, uh, by their mutual manager at the Hollywood Christmas Parade. And this was before 
Jessica had released her first album, album, Albin, and <laughs> when Nick was in the C-list band, 98 Degrees. I'm sorry, uh, nobody yeah. liked 98 Degrees. It was either Backstreet Boys or NSYNC. That was it. I 98, I can't even think of a song by them. Let's see. Nobody needed them. Nobody asked for them. Uh, okay, hold hold up. What? So it says Wikipedia is like years active, 1996 to 2002. Makes sense. But then it says 2012 to present? I I don't In- know that. Incorrect. I feel incorrect. like that's generous. I think they're just doing that because everybody's alive. Somebody effed with Wikipedia and was like, <laughs> I'm going to say that 98. 90- yeah. <laughs> Nick Lachey's like, no, we're not broken up. We're still making music. That's what he sounds like. That's a direct <laughs> It's like he was here with us. It was. So in 2000, Nick was actually featured on Jessica single, Where You Are. And Jessica Simpson was the opening act for 98 Degrees on their North American Heat It Up tour. (laughs) (laughs) Get it? Because 98 Degrees is like temperature and it's like hot. So they were like heating it up across America. Across the globe. I just didn't know if you understood, like, the subtlety of what they were trying yeah, to do there. No, it was nuanced. It was poetic. They're the yeah. reason we have global warming. Yeah. <gasps> we solved it. Nick. How, Nick. That's why it's 2012 to now. It's present. It's... Son of a bitch. <laughs> um, I did not know this, but they actually broke up briefly in 2001. Maybe should have just stayed broke up. I, um, I, yeah, I didn't know it, but I'm not shocked. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... Uh, and actually, this was a really weird fact, and I can't remember where I found this, but um, Jessica actually attributed 9-11 to making her realize that she, quote, never wanted to be away from Nick ever for the rest of my life. Uh, wait, and you, like, you, like, have a, site, a source for that? Like, you act... That is a thing. I, I found that. Now, I... It's one of my sources. I don't know which one because I didn't put it next to the little quote here, but I wrote it down because I thought that was just like the weirdest thing that 9-11 is what made her realize she wanted to get back together with Nick Lachey. So, you know. See, I feel like it would maybe have the opposite. opposite Yeah. Like, Like, wow. (laughs) Things can be horrible life can be so unfairly short i should make good decisions no and no okay Just also I, I don't know and if you get into this uh if you get into this later feel free to um cut me off but um what what is jessica simpson famous for did she start with music i believe so i actually don't know if i even still know the answer to that question i <laughs> believe yes she was known first for her music and then kind of newlyweds is what really made her famous okay yeah but yes music was like her original thing her thing okay because i i just realized like i don't i it's like one of those people who i feel like is just you're just like how did you get here like why do i know your name and uh i it wasn't she the celebrity that had like the the edible line of okay yes we will get to that don't okay, be worried okay sorry sorry I didn't no mean you are fine <laughs> that's um, what i remember her for <laughs> i don't blame you that came later though yeah god built the empire first 
yeah, yeah, obviously. Nick proposed to Jessica on a yacht in Hawaii in February of 2002. I mean, basic bitch territory. Uh, they married later that year in October, and 98 Degrees actually serenaded them at the altar with their song, My Everything. And I, I'm sorry, I keep, I keep interrupting. I just need you to know I hate that. <laughs> That's what I'm going to sing at your wedding, though. So. <laughs> get used to it oh god i okay i would love that but i think (laughs) i feel like if you're i I don't know i even think if you're in a band that's not technically i I mean technically they're famous but i i think even if you are just like in a local band and look come at me beth beth's not a band but like i'm like (laughs) i don't know like like, what did i do (laughs) no i was just like if if anybody who's listening is in a band and like there's nobody listening we know the three people but allegedly if if there is anybody who's like i'm in a local band and i serenaded my spouse on our wedding look i hope you guys loved that i would have been cringing so hard but it's fine it's not my wedding so it's like you can be as cringy as you want i don't know why it just is such a like shut the fuck up for me i think part of it it's just it just seems like you already have so much attention on you it seems like it's just like right. i need more yeah. i like the only step you could get more att- like the only step to get more attention is if you started just like wanking off in front of everybody oh <laughs> your face yeah okay oh, like, sorry I, I i never knew i had such strong feelings about like people in bands or I musicians mean, like serenading neither did i wedding, but i guess i do um, Nick and Jessica also wrote and performed songs for each other during the ceremony. <laughs> no! Oh, God. Just, okay. just so you know. So there was there was a lot of singing and grand gestures of affection at this wedding. So beautiful. Um, the show origins. Okay, so this is really interesting. Um, so from Wicca Wikipedia, the show was actually going to be for Michael Jackson and Lisa Marie Presley. Can you imagine what a different fucking show that would have been can you imagine watching those freaks excuse me i mean sorry but dear lord i I just what happened like i feel like whoever was in charge of booking was like look i'm sorry i messed up a little bit but don't worry i got i googled as hard as i could to figure out why the couple backed out. I mean, it could just be because it was Michael Jackson, Lisa Marie Presley. Like, maybe they didn't want people knowing what was going on in their <laughs> home. Um, it just said that they decided not to continue after the start of pre-production. But I Googled as hard as I could, and I couldn't figure out, like, what the real story was. And apparently it was Jessica's father, Joe Simpson, who, it says, contacted Marty. They never elaborate on who Marty Wait. is. It just says contacted Marty. Marty. And I wrote, who? <laughs> in you 2002 know. about having his daughter and her new husband star in the show. So Marty made it happen, but we don't know who Marty is or why he's involved. Maybe he, it's like the JFK assassination. Like those files are just locked down. <laughs> I think they are. When Marty I tried to like, Google like specific shit on this. Release. Yeah, it was hard. Like, I tried to figure out how much the show made, how much they were paid for being on the show. I couldn't find it. 
all I could find was like how much Nick Lachey got in the divorce and shit like that. I was like, I don't want to know that. I want to know how much they got paid for the show. Yeah. I, I'm i like, God, it either has to be something like it's so little and it's embarrassing or it's so much and people are like, I don't know. I feel like it has to be it's so little that it's. That it's embarrassing. Yeah. Probably. Because it was like, again, kind of reality show was really in its golden age. I don't know. I feel like if it was a bunch of money, like, nobody would hype that. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Oh, shit. I missed something. I'm sorry. I have to go back. Yeah, that's okay. Because this is really important. So, um, I wrote down... I wrote down. I typed out. Jesus. Um, Other reality shows that premiered in 2003. So, these aren't even all of them, but I picked these ones specifically, and you'll understand why. So, these are all the other reality shows that premiered in 03. America's Next Top Model, The Bachelorette, Extreme Makeover Home Edition, Made, remember Made on MTV? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mythbusters. Ooh. Punked. Holy shit, this was like the golden age. Queer Eye and The Surreal Life. There were so many more, but these were the ones that I was like, oh my gosh, those were the best. All in 2003. So it was like holy shit yeah it was a year that is i mean that really i feel like is the it's like the year reality tv was born like seriously because uh, it's especially thinking about like how many of those are still going on or how they've created like a genre in reality tv now right i mean holy shit home makeover shows i know now there are like a bajillion of them yeah like they have as like as many fucking shows as like the sims have expansions like yeah. The Sims is a. It's, yep. The Sims, oh, it's a game. I, yeah, I, I know. I know what the Sims okay. are. I don't get the expansion part, but it seemed funny. I don't. Know I bet it's fine. one of our three listeners will really enjoy that. If Kelsey, if Kelsey listened, she would get it. <laughs> to be like Kelsey, Kelsey, just just listen to this one part. Let's yeah. Listen to this one part. I'll I'll mark it. Just go to, <laughs> go to, forty seconds, forty minutes and thirty nine seconds. <laughs> Oh, shoot. Um, okay, this kind of answers your question from before. So they asked they asked Jessica Simpson why she chose to do the show for MTV, and she said it was good promotion for her new album, In This Skin. So, yeah, she was a budding music artist, and this was kind of a way... This was her dad's way of really, like, getting her name out there. Is it just me, or um, does it just seem weird that like your your dad I don't know it just seems kind of creepy to be like hey do you want to like film my daughter and her new husband oh girl you have no no. idea you have no idea you buckle up for the creep factor because you are on the right track you sniffed it out it's yeah it's happening um it doesn't seem though like the reality show which actually uh, coincided with the release of the album didn't really help her album sales it said it only debuted at number 10 on the billboard charts now as somebody who's never had anything on the billboard charts i feel like 10 isn't bad i mean especially if nobody really knows who you are but the article i read I just mean, made it seem like it was like want want well i, I want to know like what the albums were ahead of it oh shit i should have looked at that sorry well, I-, I don't know okay <laughs> I'm looking it up. Oh, okay. I found charts. U.S. Billboard 
200, it says number two. US really? top internet. Yeah, I found it on um Wikipedia. Okay. Uh, year end charts peak position was 14. Okay, so the internet kind of lied to me, but I didn't see it on the actual. Oh, 2004 is what I'm seeing now. I feel like it doesn't matter too much. <laughs> it doesn't, but now I'm like fixated. Yeah, I mean it's been twenty. It's holy been shit! So it's been long. twenty years. I, was, don't, I almost said. Don't. I almost said ten years, and then I was like, "It's been twenty. I'm going to be thirty in like dosy do weeks." Oh, you are. Oh shit! I like should send you your present. I thought the 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 mic stand and the gift card were my presents. No, those were just for funsies. Cause I love ya. Are you concerned about my poverty? <laughs> Poverty is not a joke, but only (laughs) the way you said that. Oh my gosh. No, I just, I got like a nice end of year bonus from work and I just wanted to share it with you because yes, I am concerned about (laughs) poverty. I mean, you're under a blanket now for God's sake. (laughs) It's so hot under this blanket that when I lift it up a little bit, there is, there's actual air movement. Like, there's a little cold front that comes in. I just want you to be able to afford the pod tent that you deserve. Okay? From Al- Albies. So, I found a different list um, with one of her songs on it. And I do remember this song. Her With You song. Do you remember that song? Oh, Britney Spears was on this list. Toxic was 48. That should be way higher on the list. What it the be, hell? What was one? What was one? What was okay, better let's than look Toxic? At what was one. It should be another Britney oh. Spears. No, but I think you're going to agree with it. Yeah. Usha. I, I mean, mean, that's a good, that's a good ass song. <laughs> yeah, but like, I don't know. I still would put Toxic higher. I think, I think. We oh, need to it should be higher than 48 for sure. His, actually, Usher has... T- the first two songs the other one is okay, burn well, okay well that's kind of greedy yeah that's stupid toxic should what, be two at least what were what were the top 10 let's top rate ten, them okay okay ready so one we already established is yeah yeah okay. two is burn mm. three okay. if i ain't got you alicia keys that's a fine no. song but i don't really yeah i'm not jump three four is this love by maroon five okay i i did love maroon five before adam levine got gross um five <laughs> the way you move outcast okay I yeah, like yeah. The, yeah. Okay. uh oh six the reason by hoobastank <laughs> <laughs> that song was it, on all the time yeah seven yeah. i don't want to know mario winans winans featuring enya and p diddy that's quite a lineup okay I am. I need to look that up. Obviously, we can't play it, but you and I can listen to it and yeah, describe yeah. it for the people. Okay, what was it? It's called "I Don't Want to Know" by Mario Winans. Winans. Eight is "Hey Ya." That one we know. Yeah, I'm not surprised it's there. I, I think yeah. there are better options, but I'm not surprised it's there. I mean, number nine, goodies. Uh, by who's that? Sierra. Oh, okay, okay. Wait, 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 
that song. You know, a lot of times you have to be even like singing a song, you have to be careful because of like copyright infringement. <gasps> okay. But I feel like Cut that it. was no, I was gonna say I think that was so far off <laughs> that it could be considered um almost oh, original you. content. How dare you? And number ten was lean back. Mm. Yeah. I mean You know what? We should we should oh my god. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We what? should make for each year, we should do our own top 10. Okay. And then make a, what's this podcast called again? <laughs> ruining Our Childhood Spotify wow. account. We'll make a Ruining Our Childhood <gasps> Spotify account and then we'll make our own playlist and we'll be like, listen to these because they're better. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Let's do that. Let's add that to the list of all the things that we still have to do. Okay. I'll do that <laughs> definitely before I edit or even start editing no these episodes it's fine no edit the episodes I don't even know what I'm going to edit them on because I like sorry this is boring nobody wants to hear it (laughs) I'll I'll talk about it with you on the phone okay fantastic I don't want to hear it either though I just want it to be done (laughs) too bad where was I oh right billboard charts um so it debuted at something on the Billboard charts at some point, um, but apparently didn't help that much. So it doesn't matter. Some guy, <laughs> I don't know why I included this guy's name, <laughs> Constantine Periscopopoulos. <laughs> what? Okay, where's this going? Uh, he was asked to come in and direct her video, The Sweetest Sin, and helped sculpt an image breakthrough for the couple. Uh, again, don't know why I included his name because I have no reference well, I, for him. Is it, is there like nothing more on on this? No. Is that just? I I feel like the reason you included his name, it's more like you included this tidbit just to say his name because yes. it's gorgeous. It is gorgeous. So you can thank Constantine for that video <laughs> where they are literally making out under a waterfall forever. I'm going to mute it and play it. What's the video? sweetest sin okay okay keep going keep going it'll be um so yeah this was supposed to be like their sexy sex video sex appeal to like boost their sexiness and oh look at that constantine also directed nick lachey's video shut up which you see a lot of in one of the episodes and it's terrible it had dax shepherd from punked in it for some reason Mm -hmm. i forgot dax shepherd was on punked i'm <laughs> Are so <you> just <laughs> i'm so distraught this looks like it was somehow made in powerpoint <laughs> <laughs> well it's nine well no it's not 90s it's early 2000s but still that was like a million I, years ago fuck i should have been making any kind of video content then i i'm yeah. like i could have could have done this in iMovie maker <laughs> Oh, this is disturbing. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm coming back. I can't. That's okay. Oh, Ooh. my gosh. Okay. Um, so, more about just their show in general. Uh, the first season was filmed over five months, and they had, like, hidden cameras placed in corners of their mansion, which was in Calabasas, which is apparently where every, like, rich reality show television couple lives or family because that's where the Kardashians were, at least in the first few seasons. They were always talking about Calabasas. I wonder if it's 
I wonder why. I wonder if it's just that is where, like, a lot of rich, yeah, like, famous, allegedly famous people live, or if it's, like, the companies that produce these shows own three trillion houses at, who knows? Maybe. All the houses look the same, too. They're all, like, the same mansion, just, like, mass-produced. They have that yeah. big, ugly, like, staircase that... Mm-hmm. goes up to that stupid landing that doesn't make any sense and it's got that like ugly brocade type railing and it's just like in the middle like you walk into the entryway which is this huge just like massive space that has no purpose there's usually like a tiny table with like a vase in the middle <laughs> of it a yes. vase and then there's just like this huge ugly ass staircase anyway that's what their house looks like I don't know what's no it's it's so funny one of the only things i can really remember from the show is exactly what you fucking described yes seriously like as soon as i started watching again because i watched the whole first season and no i, I won't do that again <laughs> it won't happen again <laughs> i was planning on watching all three and i could only make it through one it was disturbing but the thing that disturbed me most probably was their fucking house like it is <laughs> it's ugly you know it was so freaking expensive and it's ugly it's horrible I feel like, though, that is sometimes, like, a a rich people trend. Like, something so expensive that it... Yeah, it's it's just supposed to look expensive. Yeah, it's... I I feel like there's a smart... I mean, there's definitely a smarter way to phrase this. But it's kind of like, I am so fucking wealthy that even though this thing is ugly, it's cool because it is expensive and I have it. Yes, you can tell that it costs a lot of money, so it doesn't yeah. have to be, like, visually appealing. It's just, like, my money in your face. Yeah. So, like, uh, there's Celebrities that. endorsing Crocs now. Oh, I can't. Yeah. I don't and care how many charms. And the weird little pin things. Oh, yes. I want to die. They're Look, awful. I feel like you should never, like, if your kid is gay or trans or anything like that you should always support them but if they get those crocs you pick <laughs> that loser out like that is a dud that kid yeah. is a dud out yeah that's out. a deal breaker that's a deal breaker unless yeah i will if you're a nurse okay i mean people like to pretend they're nurse shoes i i don't know why you wear them but, nurses, but, those, but like those you're saving lives they can wear whatever shoes they want they're saving lives but yeah, but the, they're not fully... Maybe they make some that are fully covered, but I'm like, they still seem like there could be hazards. I don't know. I hate them, and I will not support them. Like a needle would just fall, like, face down right through one of the holes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> just tons of needles. Okay. You know what? I did... I changed my mind. Nurses, please don't wear those, because we want you to be safe. Please don't wear Crocs. Also, if I'm going to die in a hospital, the last thing I don't want to see is a fucking croc. <laughs> right. Can I please get a nurse that doesn't wear Crocs? I don't trust her judgment. Okay. Or his. Sorry. Wow. Wow. I know. I know. Wow. I'm sexist. You hate both men and women. I <laughs> I hate them equally. So it's <laughs> fine. I, I hate all people. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, blah, 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 blah. What are we talking about next? We were talking about their ugly house their ugly house we were talking about reality tv in general um obviously (laughs) some of it was staged big surprise um they went on a camping trip which i will describe to you in more detail later that was entirely like faked like they they didn't go camping they weren't camping people but the producers told them to go camping because they thought it would be good content and 
they were kind of wrong because it was it was pretty boring but um and then there's an episode where Nick and Jessica have their first anniversary and she gets frustrated that Nick forgot their wedding song which I find weird because I don't know what their wedding song was but considering that they like sang a bunch of songs to each other I'm guessing it was probably one of their songs (laughs) one of their own songs I find that a little disturbing but um she did write in her book about this quote I wanted people to believe he was everyone's vision of a leading man the problem is Nick could hit his marks but he couldn't improv any lines which I thought was kind of like snarky and snazzy and I liked her for it (laughs) um I don't yes. know if I have a comment on that. I'm sorry. That's I was okay. Trying to I think was just finding my funny. place. <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny to say, but I was just like, uh, oh, got my nothing. Gosh. I got nothing to contribute about that. I, just, uh, I got stuck on the idea of him being a leading man, and so I didn't really yeah. fully process the entire quote, and then there was a pause, and I didn't know how to fill it. That's fair. That's okay. I was just scrolling, so I was just trying to find the next paragraph. We're doing very well. <laughs> we are. Basically... I mean, their relationship wasn't really great at the start. You can kind of tell right away it's pretty, it's pretty awkward. But it, it goes down every season. So like for, for the filming for their second anniversary, Jessica says that like the production team arranged everything. So like Nick didn't plan anything. They arranged for them to go to some place in Malibu in the mountains, um. And they also tried to start a fight between the two of them by showing oh. her a story that claimed that Nick had cheated on her during a bachelor party at a strip club. So, wow, that's go producers, of them. yeah. And they also, were already having problems, so it's like, yeah, that that's pretty gross. I also want I just want to point out that is because you were like Nick didn't do anything for. Her. I mean, she didn't either then, right? Like she could have done something. They both okay, fair, 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 fair. Yeah. My point I mean, was the, mostly the point that, like, is, yeah. the producers planned everything. They really weren't into doing anything for he- each other at that point. So, yes, she didn't yeah. do anything either. It would seem. Sorry, I just wanted to allegedly since you hit, hate men and women, I just wanted to be fair to both of them. <laughs> that they both Thank you. did not do anything for each other. <laughs> Thank you for keeping me honest. <laughs> of course, because they I also hate each other, I'm assuming. Yeah. But I recall... They what I, certainly don't seem to like each other, let alone love each other. It really was like watching two people you know who got married but don't really seem to get along and just kind of like fight in public all the time or like bicker. That's what watching this show was like, and it was really toxic. I What I remember from it is just – I remember him being – kind of like really I don't know mean to her and like putting her down a lot yes and I remember it just kind of made me feel bad because I like I, I felt bad for her I don't I don't know if I would say like I like or dislike her um I don't think I can really make a comment on that but it made me it made me feel bad for her because it seemed like the production and her own husband were both like wanting to make her look stupid and I was like that that would be really stupid or really sucky right that would be really shitty and I mean like yeah you could be like well she got herself into this situation but I think I think that might that part might be a little more complicated 
I I completely agree. And I thinking about it before I rewatched the first season, I I remember not liking Nick. I remember him being condescending towards her. Even I didn't remember how like awkward and toxic just their whole relationship was until I rewatched it. Cuz I kind of thought even despite all that that it would still be kind of like oh nostalgia and like I'll remember watching this show with like mom and like it'll be silly and it was I did not like it like spoiler alert I did not like it (laughs) yeah see it kind of sounds like how how season three of love is blind felt where like look I'm sorry I have so many feelings about it where it's just like this isn't fun this is like actually yeah. kind of upsetting like it's not like the like the other seasons had shitty moments with people being shitty but it felt I guess like it wasn't exploiting people as much yeah I think that's kind of what I remember like it felt a little exploity I would agree with that are you ready for my season one recap please season one episode one is their wedding day obviously and honestly it it looked like a very nice wedding they seem to actually like each other um but there's a moment where nick and jessica are standing at the altar and the priest says and i quote jessica can stand up here in this white wedding dress because a long time ago she committed her purity to god and she stuck with that commitment um why is it okay to discuss a person's nope sorry not a person's a woman's virginity just like whenever the fuck you want or on their wedding day at the altar in front of an audience of people what excuse me sir like Like, that's so problematic and weird and gross and it's basically like hey guys she's still a virgin just thought you should know but she won't be after tonight (laughs) like seriously though like it made me so uncomfortable and just like why are we even just why is this coming up yeah and like i i could i mean you you could hope or think that she okayed it but it seems like uh, both of them but her in particular had very little control over a lot of of what was going on around the setup for their marriage and the show and stuff so I could totally see her not having known that and regardless of if she's okay or not with it like it's just so gross right it's nobody's business and also anybody can actually wear a white wedding dress you won't burst into flames I didn't yeah I find um people's fascination with other people's well specifically women's with like Mm -hmm. have they or have they not had sex and then like i mean this is like this is a isn't anything new like it's not a hot take but it just no it's weird because it's still i mean like sure it's 2003 but i'm like it still comes up and it's just uh, especially like with uh dads who will be like who will like sometimes just post weird things about like their daughters god it was something recently about god i can't remember who it was i saw a tweet of I'm gonna say I think it was a politician talking about how he was like changing his daughter's diaper and he's like I'm the first and only man who will be down there for a long time in your face exactly and I what yeah 
That's disgusting. Right? And I just, like, I I don't know why. I mean, I think most, I would hope, I guess most people would find it gross. But I just, I'm like, why is that, like, what, what kind of culture and upbringing allows this to be like how how is this a thought that you had and you're like not only am i okay having this thought i'm going to write it down and send it out to thousands of people yeah because i think it's that okay yeah oh that's horrible i'm just i'm so sick of young girls and women being led to believe that if you have sex before you're married or with more than one person or even think about sex or have impure thoughts that you are now a ruined broken human being and you'll never be the same like I'm I'm sick of it I'm sick of that narrative and the fact that this came up like 30 seconds into this freaking show and I'm just like oh Uh I'm in for it I'm in for it I'm already irritated but it also led me down a rabbit hole because It triggered this memory in me of, I'm like, I'm pretty sure I heard that there's actually a different reason why white wedding dresses became popular, and it didn't have anything to do with purity or virginity. Oh, really? Yes. So I looked into it, and here's the sitch. So Mm -hmm. Queen Victoria, you know. Queen Vicky, yeah, we're tight. Queen Vic is, is actually the one credited for making the white wedding dress popular. So before her wedding in 1840... Royal brides wore all colors of wedding dresses, and red was actually the most popular. So the white dress was a sign of luxury, though, not virginity, because it was hella expensive to wash clothing back in the day. So white dresses were harder to maintain. The popularity of the white wedding dress is actually not necessarily about being pure or a virgin. This queen was literally like, I want you guys to know how freaking rich I am that I can have this white wedding dress. Um, and it was also common to war, to war, to wear your wedding dress more than once in the 19th century. Because I think, again, it was like you, you like spent all this time and money on this one dress. So they, royal people would like wear it to other things too. So there you have it. That's a little history on the wedding dress. That is really cool. I did not know that. I like how both ideas are just real toxic. Yeah. 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 That's true. I'm going to throw my wealth in your face or peasants (laughs) peasants. and I don't remember where I first heard that honestly but it just like it came to me in that moment when I was like getting so frustrated and almost turning it off when I had barely started my homework (laughs) um no I'm glad you looked it up that is I do love some rando history you gotta love it uh, three minutes and 14 seconds in <laughs> is actually when okay. her famous is this chicken or is this fish line comes into play. You remember that, yeah. right? Okay. Yep. Yep. Yes. Okay. Very early in the show. I thought it was much later. Um, I was more disturbed by the fact that she was just eating tuna on her couch. I don't like tuna as the smelliest thing you could ever possibly eat. The fact that she puts it in a bowl, just tuna, and is eating it on her couch where she could drop it and your couch would smell like fish for the rest of your life. They could just buy another. Well, okay. Yeah, they could. I mean, again, hashtag riches. Maybe that was her way of being like, fuck you. I'll buy another couch. <laughs> this is the new white wedding dress. 
I'll eat tuna on my couch whenever <laughs> I want. So, yeah, that's when that happened where she asked the question, is this uh, chicken or is this fish? Because it was chicken of the sea. <laughs> yeah. And I, I do have to say the look on Nick's face is really priceless. <laughs> He doesn't even really say anything. He just goes back to watching some sort of sports game that they've blurred out on the television. So I'm going to say basketball. Seems like it was basketball. He's always watching some sort of sports game and just like mouthing off. You can't. I, I like how you're not saying he's watching sports. You're like, it's a sports game. <laughs> it is a sports game. It's the game of sports. <laughs> um, I will say... I I do feel badly for how much they depict her as a dumb blonde, and I don't like that. I will say she is a little sheltered and spoiled. Um, anytime they talk about having to just, like, pick up the house or clean the house, like, she doesn't know if they have a mop. Like, and then Nick just, of course, like, berates her, like, you don't even know if we have a mop. Like, there's this whole argument about, like, something that needs to be cleaned up and nobody knows where a mop is. They're just, they're so immature. And then instead of doing laundry, they just throw clothes from that ugly-ass balcony I told you about in an attempt to, like, organize them before doing mm-hmm. laundry. And then the rest of the episode, you, I just, it was stressing me out. You just see this pile of laundry that is in their entryway because they have thrown it from the balcony and neither of them will do laundry okay well like don't look at my bedroom floor right now okay but like that's your bedroom this is the entryway of their home i vaguely i vaguely remember this um there's just a big ass pile of laundry there i i think that because they're both i mean they they both are very spoiled and maybe used to having things done for them uh i feel like them getting married and then it, it probably if it weren't a reality show they would have had people hired but it's funnier watching them try and figure out how to do it it really feels like like uh, putting two rug rats <laughs> in a house right. you know and then you're just like hey guys figure out how to make yourself dinner seriously and like neither of them can do it they do attempt to make nick like the more capable one and like you do see him like putting detergent in the laundry machine at some point in the laundry machine (laughs) in the washing machine are you i do laundry i promise no i'm not um essentially like literally i just have paragraphs and paragraphs of like we're still on laundry they're still talking about laundry they're still talking about how much there is to do nick won't quote unquote let her hire a maid i mean it's just it's this laundry pile is the star of the show this episode (laughs) That's all we're freaking talking about. Like, I can't. I do like, though, how in in the golden age of reality TV, it does seem like it was much more about day-to-day shit. Or, or like, weirdly enough, somewhat maybe more relatable in certain ways. Because Kelsey and I have definitely had arguments about, like you know something like doing the dishes like whose turn it is or something like that and then or like there'll there'll be something where there'll be like something is left out and then I'm like well I didn't leave that out so I'm not cleaning it up and then 
she's like, well, you were, you know, we won't say this to each other, of course, like adults, but <laughs> she'll be like, well, you were cleaning the kitchen. So you're, you're like, you know, and then I just like clean everything except that thing. Cause I'm like, okay, well I said to clean the kitchen, but like she did leave that out. So she oh. did. And like, so not all the time, but sometimes, sometimes look, it like sometimes petty, immature things happen in relationships. Right. Uh, and so it's just I, not good television. <laughs> No, <laughs> but at the same time, it's like sometimes I would I would prefer some of that to the more ridiculousness and uh, intentionally created bullshit. Although it I know it right. does seem like this had a lot of intentionally created bullshit, but that's like ooh, sorry to go back to Love Is Blind, but like sometimes, <laughs> so, well, it just it's like it's, I. Sometimes the more like mundane things they're trying to deal with, I'm like, I would rather watch this than them have some ridiculous blow up that you can tell like the producers set up or that because these people shouldn't have been on this show to start with. They're having like these breakdowns and stuff. And I'm like, I would rather them argue about like laundry or some shit. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. I, I get where you're coming from. I mean, I don't maybe want to watch an episode of it, but yeah. Maybe not a whole episode. It was mostly, yeah, just bothering me that everybody kept walking past this enormous <laughs> pile of laundry in the entryway, not even in the laundry room, but in the entryway. And I I was stressed about it. It's more of my own OCD situation. Um, so that was literally like episode one. Episode two, Nick and Jessica are disagreeing. Shocker. Over him having sexy lingerie-wearing dancers in his music video, uh, which uh, 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 I have thoughts, but honestly, Jessica in this, I don't remember that as a not really kid, teen, whatever. She is very insecure, and it is—it's so hard to watch. It's so sad to watch, and like, I mean, I'm an insecure person too, but she is so so insecure that it like hurts and he oh, is so and he just doesn't really seem to care or notice I don't think it's even on his mind so of course we get these I mean quote-unquote sexy dancers they were built like 10 year olds I mean they were just like bean poles of women mm -hmm. not that I'm body shaming uh -huh. but again like no, Jessica I was Simpson doing is when a, you were like 10 year olds oh well yeah Jessica Simpson is like I think she's really beautiful mm-hmm and looking at her compared to these girls that she was so clearly just like, like it was making her feel bad. And I, I did not like, well, I didn't like any of the episodes really, but I really didn't <laughs> like this one. So then she goes to buy sexy lingerie for her husband so she can show those mm -hmm. girls up while he goes and has lunch with his backup dancers at what looked like a golden corral. I swear to God, it looked like that restaurant. Do you remember office space? yeah yeah okay the restaurant that jennifer aniston worked in oh with the flair it looked uh. like they were having lunch at that restaurant so well, maybe he doesn't that. make that much money um <laughs> but yeah he's having lunch with his dancers while jessica goes and buys laundry uh she calls him about the bras she bought because they were 750 dollars and she can't return them because the store doesn't take returns on lingerie <laughs> Seven hundred and fifty dollars for two I bras. I don't even. I don't even know how to respond to that. I mean, wait. Why was she trying to return them? She didn't. She know how much they cost. Did she? Was it just like she bought them and then was like, oh no, 
we make that reality literally. TV money. Yeah. No, I think it was literally she bought them, was like, oh, shit, I just spent $750 on bras. I'm going to call and complain to my husband and then also tell him that there's no solution because I can't return them. <laughs> it was weird. So he's oh, answering his phone at Golden Corral with his ladies, <laughs> and she's just like, I spent $750. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Now they're getting ready to perform for the troops. Obviously. It's a natural. <laughs> it's a natural thing. I can't make this up. It's so chaotic. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're they're performing for the troops. And I say this in Carrie Bradshaw's voice. I couldn't help but wonder, what's the troops do to deserve that? <laughs> it was Oh God. You it was weird. Cramps, that <laughs> that I wasn't expecting that. I guess after after the bras, <laughs> I was thinking that I, I don't know. Maybe they would have to pick up some extra. I don't know shifts. Music. He'd <laughs> have music to shifts? sing at like some music <laughs> shifts. I don't know. But okay, so they go. This is. I I feel like the celebrity ness must have just it. It just seems like it was very different in the two thousands because. Yeah. If you have, like, if they're, I guess, famous enough where they would be chosen to sing for the, tr- I guess, I don't know how famous you have to be for that, but it seems like you would pick somebody that kind of generally appealing. Uh, but then they're, like, worried about, I mean, like, would I spend that much on, like, 30 bras? No. Um, no. I'm trying to do the math in my head, but I'm going to guess no still. It's a lot. Uh, yeah, but it just seems it just seems weird. I'm like, how how wealthy are they? Wealthy? Apparently, apparently not that much. At least at the beginning of their marriage, yeah. which would kind of make sense because seriously, the whole first season is kind of about their careers kicking off, and Nick is starting his solo career. Yeah, so career. he is now. He's made the band now 97 degrees. He's on his own. He's trying to make it as like a sexy hot singer guy it's not working for him so they uh they sing for the troops that's what they do that's a natural segue from the scene before and now we're back at the gyrating girls at rehearsal um they're high kicking around nick for some reason while he just like stands in the middle of them and at one point he's in the room while the dancers get dressed and i don't know why that was that had to be producers just being like hey stand in there and then that, it had that to, has be. to be producers just trying to cause issues i would hope so um at the end of the rehearsal they all pull his shirt open so you're welcome this... at the end of the song end of se- end of yeah this episode sounds very two. 2000s it's very 2000s uh oh episode three okay here's the camping episode uh jessica is very surprised that there are actually bears in the woods so there's that <laughs> Now, again, I don't know how much of this is actually her and how much of it is the producers just being like, oh, my gosh, look at how dumb she is. I don't think she's actually dumb. I think she's very young. I think she's kind of naive. I don't think she's an idiot. So it makes me mad all the times that they, like, put her in situations or take things out of context. Um, Yeah. It did make me really happy that she and her sister-in-law were in matching Ugg boots with the Sherpa accent on them. It was so, I was like, oh, my heart. 
like it's so 2000s and they're going camping in their ugg boots i mean come on perfect hiking wear right there it was so pure yeah i was like oh you guys totally camp all the time of course nick and his brother so you know his brother was in 98 degrees too correct he has a brother yeah his name's like i want to say dave but i I was gonna be like dan it seems like it'd be edna shit i don't remember carl no i don't know it's his brother we don't really care you actually see a lot of him in the show him and his wife so jessica's sister-in-law like they do a lot of stuff drew drew zach what i got drew isaac zach oh it's drew okay i didn't know he had other brothers i didn't even know he had one so here we are yeah it's drew um yeah nick's going on and on about how much he likes camping but seeing him struggle to put the tent up made me question his authenticity so there was that it's fine um they talk about the bear locker a bajillion times bears are the theme of this episode they talk about how they have to lock their food up or the bears will come and this is like this goes on and on and on and on and on and on that's like a you have that conversation once like when we yeah. went hiking and we're at or we went camping i went camping uh with a friend a number of years ago up in the wilderness and a bear did visit our campsite that was terrifying oh uh yeah yeah it just like fucking hung out for like three hours it was scary oh no but we had uh we put things in a bag and then yeeted it into a tree far away <laughs> so that's what you do i mean we have we don't have bears here so well get yourself a bear locker because that's what they had and they talked about it a lot and you know if bear, bear locker, locker if bear, bear locker, locker inc wants to sponsor us please reach out <gasps> sponsor us also, Bear Locker is not the shoe store for bears. That would be adorable, though. That would be so cute. Your bear shoes. There was kind of like a Blair Witch situation. So the girls had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and they had to walk like a mile to use the bathroom for some reason. So it was like all night vision-y, and they had headlamps. Um, Nick and his brother that. scare them at the bathrooms, which was actually kind of funny. Like, I laughed. <laughs> not going to lie that's super mean but it does seem like something i would do and then feel really bad because right like kelsey would actually probably pass out and then i would feel bad oh no i will end with a quote from nick though that said bears are everywhere especially on well-worn trails are they though (laughs) are they on well-worn trails because that doesn't seem accurate but okay nick i i want him to come out with like a wilderness survival book that would be amazing. And Nick's I think it I think it would bears. actually <laughs> Nick outdoors. I <laughs> I think it would be really funny if you can't tell if it's supposed to be a parody almost. Right. Or if like you're satire. Like, this is, yeah, th- that was the word. If you can't tell if it's satire or like you, you know, this is very serious but inaccurate. I'm like, I actually think that would be brilliant. You can use that, Nick. You're welcome. Yeah, that's marketing for you, for you and your new wife that nobody remembers okay season one episode four (laughs) we got trouble in paradise not that we haven't this whole time nick is going to the playboy mansion for an i'm using air quotes interview with two of the playmates wait what is is he going to become a bunny like what's the interview the interview it's about him becoming a solo artist said okay it's his passion he has to promote himself 
and he has to do it at the Playboy Mansion. Okay? The bunnies? I am... To the bunnies, who apparently have a bunny radio show, and I am not making that up. They have a Playboy bunny radio show. It's a thing, or it was a thing. And again, Jessica's virginity was brought up by Nick on the Playboy bunny radio show. Why? Appropriate. It's an appropriate place. Yeah, it's fine. My wife was a virgin. Was. Was. Her dad. (laughs) Her dad what? Well, I thought you said he was creepy. Okay, well, you didn't finish the sentence. You just said her dad. I'm like, what are we getting into? I just, I don't know. I was trying to make a, like, they're both creepy. It, It was a bad joke. That's literally all I have for episode four. It was basically just all about the Playboy Money Mansion, how Jess didn't want him to go because, again, she's very insecure. But also, does he really need to promote his solo album on the Playboy Bunny this radio show? seems like producers. Yeah. You know what? You're right. But still, he's definitely enjoying it, though. Oh, yeah. Like, you can just that. tell. Yeah. You can tell that he's just like, he likes getting a rise out of her. He likes that she's jealous. He likes that he gets mm-hmm. to go talk to the bunnies on the Playboy Bunny radio show. Hashtag Playboy Bunny radio show. wonder if they still have one. Probably not about after that Secrets of Playboy thing came out, which I still need to watch. Do you watch that? No. No. I I want to watch that. Ooh, what's the (gasps) password for mom this time? Playboy Bunny Radio Show. Playboy Bunny Radio Show. Episode five. How many episodes are there? There are ten, so. Okay. I was just concerned it was going to be one of those things where there are 24, and I was like. (gasps) No. I am already just very upset and stressed. Oh, you're going to get more upset and stressed. Uh, luckily, though, the recaps get shorter and shorter as things go along because <laughs> I was I was losing losing interest and was not as invested. Oh, have I mentioned they're starting their music careers as solo artists? That is what season one is all about. They're serious music career people, and they're starting their solo careers, which, as I say that now, she's always had a solo career. She was never in, like, a band. So, anyway, mm-hmm. Nick has a mediocre voice. She has that weird, breathy, teen pop voice that Mm -hmm. she likes to use. I feel like she actually has kind of a good voice, but what she uses, or what I'm assuming they want her to use for her music, is very exactly what I just said. It's kind of that, the one that everybody had at that time, really. It it just, there wasn't something setting her apart. No, no, it was just the same thing. You know, she was blonde, she was beautiful. Yeah, it was, Mm -hmm. that's all it was. Um, they are heading to... It was no pieces to, of me. It was no pieces of me. Earth shattering. Aren't your girls now listening to that album in mom's car? Yes, because of your mother. Uh, hell yeah. <laughs> they love it. Mooncakes. I mean, look. It, <laughs> look. <laughs> it was exactly how I remembered it and exactly not how oh I remembered my gosh. it. Yeah, it's it's a lot. Uh, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. Are you eating? No, I just found, um, I'm like a fucking cat. I just found a bag and started playing with it. Sorry. Okay, you can't do that because it's <laughs> super loud. Sorry. Okay. They are going to Nick's grandma's mm-hmm. something. Birthday? No. She was getting married. She was getting oh. married at the old folks' home. Oh, that's kind of cute. It is kind of cute. So they're heading there. But in like the meantime... Nice it was Aww. no it gets ruined but um Aww. 
The record label says that Jessica sang her song too bluesy and that it was too complicated, which um, (laughs) prompted me to look up the lyrics of said song. (laughs) And this this is my poetry slam version of The Sweetest Sin. I don't know if I can get through this, but... (laughs) Can you imagine us making love? The (laughs) way... I just have to say that the fact that you are saying this to me, we're just staring at each other. It's it's very upsetting. <laughs> Sorry, Listen. please restart. Okay, this is a very complicated song. Oh, shoot, I have to scroll up again. <laughs> you have to restart it. Well, I guess okay, how she okay. sung it was complicated, but were the lyrics uh, as well? We'll find out. Sorry, go. Well, that's for you to decide after this. Can you imagine us making love? The way it would feel the first time that we touch. Can you think of it the way I dream of it? I want you to see it like I'm seeing it. It's a picture of perfection. The vision of you and I. Your lips upon my lips. Can you just picture this? Your fingertips on my fingertips. Your skin upon my skin would be the sweetest sin. That would be the sweetest sin. Yeah. All night I lay awake because it's too oh, much to take. <laughs> There's more. Oh, no. Dreaming about the love that we can make. All day I think of schemes to get you next to me. I want that you so like bad I can barely breathe. <laughs> it's a sign of my obsession that I can't stop thinking about your lips upon my lips. Can you just picture this? Your fingertips on my fingertips. Your skin upon my skin would be the sweetest sin. That would be the sweetest sin yeah i can't get it's so long i'm gonna have to okay. stop there. i just be- beautiful rendition i Thank would you. just like to say i don't think i ever need you to <laughs> recite something like that in my ears oh oh okay i'm sorry i thought it was a really beautiful song about <laughs> love and i will also be performing that at your wedding so <laughs> Okay, that's going to... I feel like people might be concerned. I'll be in between you and Kelsey, just looking just at you. staring at me, and people are going to be like, this is a sin. Be like, Kelsey, Kelsey, excuse me. I need you. I need you to move over. I wrote this for my sister. <laughs> this is for her, not for you. Uh. It's about a sister's love, can't you tell? <laughs> It's pure. <laughs> Just like Jessica was before she got married. Did you hear? She was a virgin. Um, Jessica thinks the animal is called a platypus and not a platypus. That's my next Okay, note. well, to be fair, I thought it was hamster and not hamster. <laughs> I didn't hear the difference. What did... Okay, I thought it was hamster and not hamster. Like, what, there was... It, hamp... Oh, I thought there was a P in there. Oh, okay, that's understandable. Is it? Because I found out when I was like twenty-four. Oh, okay. Well, you're fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> I want to blame this on the like my dyslexia, but I don't think it's a dyslexia thing. I mean, no, it could be, it, or it could just be a ding dong thing. Anyways, it's there's cute, no though. P in hamster. There should be though. I love when the girls say things wrong, and I never correct them especially the littlest like she calls olives olivers and i will never ever tell her it's olives ever 
No, that's so cute. You gotta just be like, nope, I'm slicing up some Olivers today. We literally just call them Olivers now. That's what they are that's in fair. our home. Olivers. Little bingo. Little baby. Nick wants Shut Up to be his new single and not This I Swear. These are the things we're discussing in this episode. There's drama over the new singles, them being too bluesy and complicated. He wants an edgy single, so he thinks that Shut Up mm. should be the one. And now I give you. <laughs> no. Oh, God. Okay. It has to happen. The I mean, lyrics. You have to be fair. I do have to be fair, because I hate them both equally. <laughs> the lyrics to Shut Up, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, 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 <laughs> shut up. <laughs> yeah. You say you want me, that you hate me. Try to love me, want to break me. Guess I'm sleeping on the couch again. You say no when you mean yes. Ooh, problematic. <laughs> Is this a game, some kind of test? No, it's called consent, Nick. Now, why can't we just turn out the light Forget how to like, fight. This sounds like a really tonight. fucked up Dr. Seuss book. Because <laughs> when we take our clothes off, don't you know the world stops? When we touch, when we kiss, when we shut up for a moment, we are minded by the one thing. Minded? I think that's a typo. Anyway, <laughs> you want me or nothing. When we touch, when we kiss, when we shut up, don't say anything at all. And that's all I'm going to do for that one. Nick Lachey, everybody. Oh, we're at the wedding now. Wait, of the I grandma. Okay, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, they got married again. <laughs> no, it's his grandma's wedding. And Walt is the real hero of this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, Walt appears to be the retirement home sound guy. He is like 90 years old. <laughs> and Dude. he's talking to them about setting up their boom box. It's wonderful and incredible. And I love Walt. Okay, that see this episode seems like it was worth watching. You know, it was. It was. Jessica makes a poop joke, which I kind of commend her for. She uh, says she needs to go quote drop some kids in the pool. Is that where it came from? <laughs> and I actually did really laugh. So because I remember, I thought one of your friends said that, and then sometimes you and I would say that. Is it from that, or, or is that a thing be. people said? I don't know. I'm going to look it up. Who said it first? Yeah, she's got Let's some see. good jokes. It's that's good. That's great, yeah. That's it's great. amazing. Damn. We're back at sound check at the wedding, and it's not going <laughs> great. Did you know, oh, I, I buried the lead on this. Uh, Nick and Drew are singing at his grandma's wedding at the retirement home Together, and like i'm gonna put this yes okay, they're singing like I a love song love. duet I... oh no i thought it was i thought it was the old guy and nick and i was like well that kind of slaps oh no that would have been amazing no it's nick and drew okay okay i allegedly <laughs> i would love it if they picked one of the songs you just recited i know the first one wasn't his <laughs> but i think it would be great if he was just saying those lyrics singing those lyrics while staring deeply into his grandmother's eyes yeah it was a lot but it didn't sound great during sound check and i don't think it was because of the geriatric sound guy and nick doesn't remember the lyrics to his own song so that <laughs> oh. was fun that was funny it was good it was a good episode his grandmother seemed like so sweet and her little fiance was 
it was just adorable. I Retirement home weddings are the best. And they had a little sign that I'm going to put on Instagram when the episode drops. There was like a little sign outside that said like Nick and Drew were singing at the wedding. And it was just, I don't know. It was cute. I liked it. That, it was fine. kind of cute. Okay. That one's all right. Um, yeah. His grandma and Walt saved that episode. Whoa, whoa. Otherwise, it was trash. <laughs> trash. Uh, episode six. Jess is now going to Florida to sing God Bless America. Again, why wouldn't she be? Oh, I forgot to mention that in the Troops episode where they sing to the Troops, Nick did his, like, little song with his little dancer ladies, Mm -hmm. and they, like, were being all sexy. And so Jessica decided that she would be sexy, and she pulled a soldier on stage and had him sit down, and then she, like, did this awkward grind thing dance in between his legs while she yell-singed at him, and it was... It was a lot. It was real bad. I am. I think you could have left that out. I'm deeply uncomfortable. I couldn't. I couldn't leave it out because you know, God bless America. <laughs> that's America. That's America's uh, crotch. While Jessica is singing to America, Nick is headed to a strip club in LA. Just, just real fast while Jess is out of town. The strip club pot or radio show. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yep, for the radio show at the strip club to promote his new album. Did you, sorry, did you know he's becoming a solo artist? Did, mm. did you know that? I did, I did hear on this radio show from the Playhouse Bunnies. <laughs> the Playhouse Bunnies? What is it? Playboy Bunnies. Playboy Bunnies. <laughs> I am really sorry. I am unmedicated and super hungry. We're almost done. Um, they did do, I don't know who edited this episode, but I love them. They did a black and white montage of Nick at the club while Jessica lays in his lap whining about how they didn't talk enough while they were apart. Um, so they have this kind of like argument thing over not talking enough. And then the conversation just ends with Jessica saying, do you like my shoes? And, and that's it. That's just it. I mean, sometimes that that is marriage and relationships. I mean, I mean, true. I just, I don't but, know why they didn't last. Yeah, there were no signs, so it is shocking. You yeah. you dropped a huge spoiler in the in the beginning when you let everybody know. know. I'm sorry. You'll renew to this. It's okay. We'll recover. Okay, we'll be all right. Um, they're packing for another trip because they don't get any time together except for. They live together, but it's fine. So they're going to the Bahamas, I think. And this made me really happy, though, because Jessica is in a bucket hat and a Jesus sweatshirt. And that is her outfit. And I'm I'm here for it. It was so 2000s, like gonna, 2000s Christian. That, that is what I'm getting you for Christmas. Yes. The old Corimbo. I'm going to get you some kind of slightly offensive Jesus shirt and a bucket hat. <laughs> I have been seeing bucket hats again lately. I have always hated them. They look fucking awful on everybody except cats. They look cute on cats. I don't care how hot you are. I've seen them on insanely hot people. They still look bad. (laughs) Right. So bucket hats are back, but we're not endorsing them. Don't get any ideas. Uh, This is where her second famous quote comes into play. Uh, This is where she says, I don't eat buffalo 
when someone asks her if she wants buffalo wings. Now, I'm going to defend her, and this is why. Yes. I think this is something that I would say just to be a sarcastic asshole. Yeah, she could have just been making a joke. Exactly. I think a lot of the things she said in this, and you can come at me for defending her. Mom. Mom. (laughs) But I think she's just saying shit and joking. But then they play it off in this way of like, oh my gosh, look how dumb she is. She doesn't know that buffalo wings aren't buffalo. I think she was just kidding. The way she said it was a joke. I would definitely believe that. Like I said, I um, you were the one, because it's your episode, you're the one who watched. But I could absolutely see some of these things, maybe even most of them, just being jokes. Or, honestly, the producers just being like, say this. Yeah. And her doing, I mean, this is her job. Like, and her doing right. Her, sucky job or dumb sucky right job she's getting paid to do this so if the producers say you know say i don't eat buffalo she's gonna say it yeah she had like you were saying she had very little control over her life and she was very naive so yeah i could see either of those being a possibility but i don't don't get me wrong she's not a world scholar but i don't think she's an idiot yeah so there i've i've said my piece i think it was a joke so come at me. Yeah. Also, I would fucking kill right now for some buff wings. Oh, I'm so hungry. I know. I love wings. I really, really love wings. Shove them in my mouth. Oh. Nom, 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 nom. Uh, episode seven. The bucket hat is back. Uh, arguments have begun over furnishing their home. I don't know how long they've been living there, but it is, again, it's just like a big, empty, rich mansion. There's, like, nothing in it. They really are, like, children living there. Yes, truly. Yeah, they bought this big-ass house with no plans on what to do with it. It's probably because everywhere they lived before was already furnished, and they're like, they don't just grow them? Like... Exactly. So, Jess... (laughs) Jessica leaves for some other appearance, I think, on the Today Show. Yeah, on the Today Show. Um, she says cute 32 times at one point I counted she and her mom are looking at outfits for her show appearance Mm -hmm. she specifically tells Nick that she doesn't want him doing anything to the house while she's gone so Nick immediately gets his brother Drew and does stuff to the house while she's gone I mean it seems like to me uh, so there there are these um uh, I could google it if I wanted but I don't care enough um uh, psychologists, some psychologists did a like a shit ton of studies on couples and got to the point where it was like over 80% accurate where he could predict watching like a couple's a couple have an argument or like speak he could predict whether or not they would get a divorce with like 80% or higher accuracy. This is really? all I'm just like pulling this from my memory uh obviously but um so like i'm i'm not i'm there might be some bits that are a little you know hit miss but i'm sure sure that's correct uh and it was not just like you know it wasn't just like a hundred couples it was i mean i think it was like thousands i want to say um and one of the biggest indicators of divorce is contempt and i kind of feel like uh, from what you're describing and what I remember, like, he seems like there's a bit of, like, contempt. Like, they, like he seems mm-hmm. like he's going out of his way. And, like, it's bringing him joy. 
Right. Yeah. Like she specifically was like, yeah. No, I think you're absolutely right. That's really interesting. I want to see if I can relationship. Um, Carry on. I'm just going to try and Google this and see if I can find it. Okay. Yeah, that's... Huh. The Four Horsemen Contempt, uh, Gottman Institute. Research found that couples who are contemptuous of each other are more likely to suffer from illness. And bing, bing, bing. Yeah, Dr. John Gottman is a single mother. Yeah, yeah, I would recommend people look into it. There's uh, some... I I took this, sorry, real quick segue. I took this class in college um, called Intimate Relationships. It was for my minor. And I would say that's probably one of the most useful classes I ever took. I also took it while I was going through a, I mean, not like legally a divorce, but practically a divorce. Um, And it helped me understand a lot about what went wrong and what I did wrong and uh I still like recall upon some of that knowledge like in relationships now wow that's really cool yeah yeah it's a very interesting study and it's uh uh, yeah biggest indicator is contempt and I, I can't remember I clicked on a link very briefly but I think one of the important things that it was saying is like contempt too that's not criticism like it's not arguing. It's not getting frustrated. Mm-hmm. It's a very different, specific thing. So, yeah. I just yeah. recommend people, everyone, check it out. Educate yourself so you don't suck. And then, you know, make other people suck because you're so terrible to be around. Yeah. Mom. No, just kidding. She's great. <laughs> She's if- just the only one listening. <laughs> Yeah, and I feel like it seems like uh, it would be too mean to call, like, like Justin or Beth out. True. You know? It has like, to insert... be mom. Yeah, it has it's to be mom. That's what moms are for. Yeah. That's what moms are for. Um. Oh, speak, huh, speaking of books, uh, that's what Jessica is promoting. She is promoting her book, and there's a book signing. And would you like to know what the title of the book was? Yes, please. It was called... I do, colon, achieving your dream wedding. Doesn't that just make you sad? Uh, yeah, it, it does. I went on Amazon because mm-hmm. I wanted to find this book. And I was expecting, I was expecting really mean reviews, to be honest. And that's what I was looking for. There are Amazon reviews as recently as this year for this book. Who okay, the well, fuck is reading this book right now? Honestly, joke's on us then. I mean, we don't, it we don't has have a fucking book that's like no. 20 years old that is still getting read. No, it was published in 2003. There's a 2022 review and not a bad one. In fact, it has an average of 4.5 stars on Amazon. And there's more than a couple reviews. So, okay, well. like you said, jokes on us. I mean, there you have it. Yeah. So, if you're getting married, uh there's a book for you. You can get it on Amazon. It's by Jessica Simpson and you're welcome. After her book signing, she's now promoting her book at a fire department. Like, her dad is the worst manager. I don't know why she's here. They frame it as being for the book 
there's no connection. I don't understand. Her dad is just really bad at managing, I think. Yeah, he's I think that's really it. bad. He's a he's bad at dadding and managing. Ooh, great shots sin. fired. <laughs> so Jessica is now back at their house and she's mad that it's in her words totally decorated without her. As far as I can tell, him and his brother very awkwardly and horribly moved a piece of furniture in and put a really ugly ass painting into the waste of space entryway. And that was really about it. Oh, and they moved his office. So really, like, yes, he did what he wasn't supposed to. But at the same time, when I looked at the house afterwards, nothing had really been done. So it kind of seems like a moot point. It almost seems like they both should mature up. Yes. Maybe not be married or on TV. It's so dumb. So they fight about it. And then Nick comes and picks her up over his shoulder, smacks her butt, and takes her upstairs. And that's the end of episode seven. You're welcome. I feel ill, and I don't think it's just because I'm under a flannel blanket, and it's like 80 degrees. We're almost there. We got a couple more. Beginning of episode eight, Jessica makes a comment about Nick having a hairy ass, and (laughs) Uh, why, guys? (laughs) Says to the whole group, which is just Drew and his wife Leah. It's a good thing I don't lick your asshole. And he gets really pissed, like really pissed, tells her to shut up. And I died. I feel like 2000s, it, it is funny. But then I think about how like embarrassing your spouse about things True. about their body in front of people. That is pretty humiliating. I No, I that's feel fair. Like, I feel like if he had said that about her, it would feel much ickier. That's a good point. I think it's because I just don't like Nick so much that I found yeah. it funny. But you're absolutely right. That's not a that's not a thing you do in a healthy relationship. Yeah, and I, I get it. Like, I, I think that's one of the difficult things is that, like, when you don't like somebody, it's easier to, like, look over those things. But I just I just wanted to bring it up because I'm like, it. to be fair, that's not something you should share in a relationship. Like, even if, even if you don't really like the person anymore... Uh, yep. You would you would hope <laughs> that you would still like have yeah respect. No, but that's a good point. They obviously do not uh, have respect for each other. They really and I'm gonna don't. Say it for the eighteenth time. They should not have gotten married. Maybe mayhaps. No. That was not the message you're supposed to get from nine eleven, Jess. <laughs> no, not at all. Of uh, this episode, other than that first little blip, is focused mostly on the music videos for each. Jessica and Nick so Nick does his whole stupid video in a tank top he thinks he looks too beefcakey it's weird the weirdest thing about this episode though and I don't know if it's because I had to watch all of these on YouTube but they don't play their actual songs it's some weird I think that's probably YouTube because uh, okay YouTube is really good about if it it, it like picks up on copyrighted music and it'll like take down the video or okay completely. so I'm guessing that it's because you were yeah watching it on the YouTubesies that's so weird though because it's like on legally. the show is that not legal I mean unless it was like their the official newlyweds oh so it I'm wasn't guessing I'm guessing it was just some rando I mean that look it's it's fine it's not your not your problem no okay well that makes sense because it made it so 
it was such a jarring like I'm like that is not his song like it's not Mm -hmm. obviously matching up with like what his mouth is doing it was really bizarre it made this whole episode super surreal but I guess that makes sense yeah (laughs) you can only other than I could find it on YouTube and the only other way you can watch it is buying the DVDs from Amazon that's it I wasn't gonna buy those DVDs I would have even bought the episodes to stream but no. I'm not going to buy the DVDs. It's uh-uh. not happening. Don't, don't buy either. No. No. So anyway, it was like weird music over him, like I'm... gyrating and stuff. Uh, okay. And then I already told you about her music video, which is basically them making out under a waterfall. And you saw part I... of that. We all heard my thoughts. They have not changed. <laughs> I'm trying not to think about it because every time I do, I feel very just uncomfortable. Oh, you're going to get uncomfortable or because... Um, her mom and dad are at her video shoot. Oh, dear. Yeah. So Mama Jess is there just watching her daughter and son-in-law make out in a waterfall. But it gets worse. So now, I don't know if you saw the scene where uh, Nick and Jessica make out on a bed in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, that's when I stopped. Okay. Well, her dad is coaching them while they make out on the bed. And he makes a comment, like a, you know, later two-camera comment, that since Jess waited until marriage to have sex, now they're all celebrating that she can, quote, do it until she's blue in the face. You just gotta throw out the whole dad at that point. (laughs) Gotta start fresh. I canceled this at this point. I know it's no longer on air. I've canceled it. It's canceled. I wonder if uh, if even like the depravity of MTV w- was still they were like we can't we can't show this like we can't have reruns this is just this is too far even for us. How disgusting uh-huh. is that? It's horrible. And I... then oh, go ahead. Oh no 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 you go. No, it's it's just more of the same really. It. I hate this i yeah no i i was about done at this point um yeah and then they watch her finish video with her parents because that's exactly what you want to sit down and watch with your parents again with some very not jessica simpson singer singing (laughs) it was just very disturbing (laughs) but once they watch her video nick is jealous he calls his video half-assed now, and he wants to reshoot the whole thing. He says it looks stupid, I... that it's corny, it looks like an 80s like music video, and like he's all jealous now. Which is hilarious, having just watched hers. What was his video for again? Shut up. Right, how could I forget? How could you forget? But you won't see the corny version, is the thing. I mean, it's all bad, oh, but... Wait, did he end up reshooting it? He reshot it, yeah deeply disappointing it is deeply disappointing yeah he reshot it and that's why Dax Shepard ended up being in it it was it was still stupid but like I don't know in the first one he was almost in like a blue room where it looked like there were like lasers and I mean it was stupid but I assumed that was just mostly his vibe yeah he gets the thing reshot for $35,000 he's always talking about Jessica being spoiled but I'm like you're a little spoiled I mean 
and he blames everybody else for his video being stupid. I'm like, dude, you were there. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I'm so, I just I'm trying to watch it now, and it's upsetting. I can't imagine what the first one looked like. And he's like, no, this is an improvement. This I do not yes. feel stupid in at all. Okay. Yeah. No, he loves the new one. Super proud of it. So, 35 grand well spent. Episode 9. We're almost there, guys. It's going to be fine. Nick is being a total idiot by trying to get rid of a swarm of bees with the water hose. I, It's stupid. Save the bees. Save the bees. Hashtag save the bees. Uh, Jessica's friends are planning her birthday party with a Mad Hatter theme, but she hasn't seen Alice in Wonderland, so has no idea what's going on. Her friends are shit. Why would you plan a party for someone when they don't even understand the theme? Because that you, you want to plan a party for yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, you have bad friends. This is stupid. Basically, most of this episode is legitimately dedicated to Nick trying to exterminate the bees. We do get to see Ashley Simpson, though, briefly. So that was fun. Yeah, little Ash Ash. Cameo. Jessica's mom actually gets Nick a present on Jessica's birthday, and it's a flask for when Jessica is, quote, driving him crazy. And Jessica doesn't look very happy about this. So that was fun. Yeah, I wonder why that's throughout the mom, too. Just everybody. Yeah. Just throw them all out. Everybody. Uh, like the laundry, throw them over the, <laughs> over the railing. Over happens, the balcony. Boop, yep. Boop. That's where they need to go. She's an hour late to her own party, which is kind of shitty. <laughs> and Lance Bass is there for some reason, which he's from a different boy band. So is he allowed to be there? I don't know. It was a wild time. Maybe they're yeah. going to have a dance off. I don't know, but I was genuinely shocked. I'm like, Lance Bass, you cannot be here. <laughs> you can't sing with us. I was expecting it to go like all West Side Story, but it it was very anticlimactic. It didn't well, didn't happen. The producers were like, we need you to try and fight Nick Lachey. And he was like, <laughs> I, guys, I actually am famous. I don't, yeah. I don't need to listen to you. Okay. Episode 10 the last episode of season one which is the last episode i watched so you're welcome turns out nick and jess at this point have been married for only nine months this is nine months of their marriage and they hate each other so much oh god this one is kind of dedicated to jessica thinking that she's a bad wife mostly due to nick's criticism so she is going to cook a meal tonight and the amount of groceries this bitch bought to prove to nick that she's a good wife i mean bags and bags and bags of groceries i i don't think she's ever been grocery shopping i'm not kidding the amount of bags that were in her kitchen for dinner was ridiculous she could have fed the entire city um nick is actually planning a hot air balloon date for jessica and he says of course her dream has always been to go up in a hot air balloon why of course <laughs> is that a thing yeah a i don't i am lost on that one that's that's a bit random but okay it's her dream allegedly here's a great quote from jessica cooking is one of those things nick wanted me to take on to be more of a woman oh here's where i wrote i've officially canceled this okay. here. here here it is yeah he he tries to make the hot air balloon thing a surprise and it backfires because they have some sort of interview and the interviewer is like, so you guys are going to San Diego for a secret trip? 
I don't know who this guy was, but like Nick is pissed at him. So then Nick tries to like overcorrect and say they're actually going to Mexico. So he tells Jess she needs her passport. Well, she can't find her passport, but they still spend all this time looking for it. Then he gets mad at her because she can't find her passport that she doesn't actually doesn't need. But she ruined his surprise because if she could have found her passport, he could have tricked her into thinking they're going to Mexico, even though they're going to San Diego. And so it's her fault. That makes sense, are right? Getting, are they getting divorced in the hot air balloon? Because I would believe that that <laughs> is her dream. And no. that's why he's so desperate for this to work. It makes sense for like their motives would be clear at that point. Oh, God. I was so confused watching this because legitimate. I mean, he is getting more and more pissed. They're searching high and low for this passport. And I'm like, you guys are going to San Diego. Why are you telling her she needs a passport? Is this just another way to make her look dumb? No, it was just part of his trick that then she, quote unquote, ruined, even though it was actually the dick interviewer who was probably told by the producers to let that slip. Up. Yeah. I would not be so surprised. So it's just stupid. I feel like this will come as a surprise to no one but i feel like this show maybe doesn't stand up we're not to that point yet (laughs) sorry for the spoiler right uh they do eventually make it to san diego not mexico they start their super romantic date with a trip to the horse track because apparently they're doing that before the hot air balloon ride unfortunately then the weather poo-pooed all over the hot air balloon ride it was Did he blame windy or... too? <laughs> he didn't actually he was really pouty about it though because he didn't have a plan b and apparently it actually was jessica's dream to go in a hot air balloon she actually does say that when he says what they were going to do so i guess i guess I mean, he did know that about her yeah he did or you know the producers did and set it up but either way yeah. somebody knew that about her somebody knew it so they end up going on a sunset cruise they actually sing You Are My Sunshine to each other, and I have to admit, it was kind of cute. It was like the one nice moment. It only took 10 episodes to get to a moment where you're like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they, they don't hate each other in this moment. Now we're to what you brought up earlier, which is Jessica Simpson's edible line of body products. Yes. <laughs> which I, I had forgotten about until I started researching this again. I had blocked it from my memory. The first thing I think of when I think of Jessica Simpson is that I remember being at in your bedroom at the Z house and you had some of the lotion. I think it was supposed to taste like vanilla. And I remember just <laughs> yes. like I would like squirt a little bit on the back of my hand and be like, click, 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 click. It didn't taste good. It did not. It did not. I had it totally. It taste like it was supposed to be edible. So no. it, it was very upsetting. No, there was no reason for these products. Um, The product line was called Dessert, OBS. Mm. There was lip gloss and body cream, fragrances, body and hair mist. I don't know what hair mist is. This feels like such a 2000s gimmick, though. Yes. It really does. It's a little, little time capsule. It is. And I do. Yeah, I bought that stuff and I licked it off my own hand and thought oh this doesn't taste very good or moisturize very well so no um i (laughs) i do have the original press release though because i i need you to hear this this is from pop crush and it read a little something like this dessert girls are full of sweetness and desire 
and they don't mind getting their hair a little messed up in the name of seduction. Sexy girls want to taste. So there's a lot of problems with this, but I'm going to focus on just one. Um, the word sexy and girl should not be in the same sentence unless you are a pedophile. Girls are not sexy. Women are sexy. What's so weird is this feels very much like I remember the products a bit and they Mm -hmm. don't seem like they were aimed at adult women. They seem like they're aimed at teen girls. You are absolutely right. That was their market. They were marketing this towards teenage girls. So using phrases like that or even having any of it edible is so hypersexualized. Uh, yeah, I, I'm just I'm looking at the products now, and I'm like, yeah, uh, I just, I guess it's like women and girls should be in charge of their own sexuality, and girls do yes. have sexuality, but it shouldn't. Right. Other people shouldn't be imposing on that or no. involve, right? Like a creepy marketing team or your dad, exactly. <laughs> your dad, in the case of Jessica Simpson. Some of the product titles were Trya My Papaya, Delicious Kissable Hot Body Topping. That sounds like, you know, when you go to like Walmart and they can't say like, they have their like off brand or their Walmart brand of tissues, but they can't say tissue because that (laughs) like Kleenex or whatever it is. So they're like light face wipe or some shit like that. Yes. Light paper square. (laughs) this one is really long it's deliciously kissable belly button love potion fragrance what What? okay this was made by a bot like this is like the i had a bot read a thousand product names and had it come up with its own yes i was trying to help david my espousal unit come up with a he needs a tagline for something for his business and so I literally googled like tagline generators and they were like put a couple keywords in here and we'll generate a tagline and this is basically what it gave me I was like this is shit you just took all the words (laughs) that I put in there and just mashed them together it doesn't mean anything was like bam you should uh when you give him some more options you should sneak that last one in there (laughs) it's so bad it's so long it's long it's confusing like wasn't yeah belly button was in it why why is and fragrance so for like stinky belly buttons yeah there's look i i'm not i don't know what it is no it's it's not good what is that supposed to smell like like none of them describe even something just get a little more basic frankly like sensual vanilla (laughs) for the kids for the youth well the whipped body cream with candy sprinkles because yes it had candy sprinkles the instruction said slather it on yourself or a friend to be completely smoochable and delectable they're children look just what go with some bonnebel or whatever the hell it was called and cucumber melon spritz some cucumber melon on and be a child Cotton, cotton candy. Uh, love that. Remember when, like, once a year we would go um, to the city with the mall? <laughs> yes. And we would go into, like, Claire's and icing. Yes. Icing. Yeah. And I icing, always. Yeah. 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 I recently, um, I was at work and I really needed chapstick. 
so I was like, I'm going to run into the mall. Every time, one, every time I'm in the mall, I feel like I'm transported back to the 2000s. And then <laughs> I struggled so fucking hard to find chapstick. And I saw eclairs and icing because somehow they're still around. And, and I told my coworkers, I was like, I saw them like right when I got in there. And I'm like, I bet they have chapstick, but I cannot go in there because I'm not a pedophile. I'm like, I am a 30 year old woman. I cannot <laughs> go in there without a youth. It's just, it's not okay. So I found a nice little man with a kiosk, and I bought me some basic-ass chapstick, like a non-pedo. I got to go in Claire's again, because I do have tiny humans that I can take in there, and they actually like to look at that stuff now. So it was an experience. (laughs) Just bring back some memories. Oh, it was so good. You know what? Asbestos and their makeup be damned. (laughs) (laughs) They're still doing it. They're just slapping and clapping. Sniff some. Next time you're there, just sniff some, like, cotton candy stuff for me. (laughs) Now, was the cotton candy stuff from Claire's or was that from Bath and Body Works? I think it was everywhere. It was everywhere. Yeah, you're right. You can still buy a lot of these products on Amazon, which is confusing because I read that the company was sued at one point and then went out of business years ago. So I don't know if these are just, like really old products or what's going on there was a two no don't buy it from amazon because it's probably old and a 2004 customer review of the belly button love potion uh mentioned above said it only stayed on me for about one minute and then faded while i got the leftover sticky mess on my wrist and neck not to mention i was followed everywhere by bees (laughs) (laughs) for my birthday i just want you to frame that and send it to me Okay. Beautiful. With the kissable belly button lotion fragrance. Yeah. Okay. So if I need a snack or to get some bees, even though I'm allergic. Maybe that's why in one of the episodes they had such a bee problem. Oh, because he was like, <gasps> I don't know, I smell like belly button. Everybody knows how bees love belly buttons. Through today's lens. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, the reality TV aspect of this holds up because people are still obsessed with it. I mean, look at our whole conversation on Love is Blind for the first 50% of this episode. Okay, it was only 14 and a half minutes. (laughs) The Kardashians are like on their millionth season. I mean, reality television is not going away. The obvious dumbing down of Jessica... And Nick cutting her down really bothered me. I mentioned this at the top, but I remember not liking him. I didn't recall him being quite this bad or her being portrayed that badly. And just their relationship in general, I don't remember it being quite as toxic when I watched it as a younger person. I really wish I wouldn't have watched it as a younger person because that was not a good model for a healthy relationship. I feel like even more so, it's just like you could have spent your time doing like literally anything else. Yeah. I mean, I would have found other trash to watch probably because that's just what reality television does. So uh, if you can't tell whether the show show holds up today per our discussion, uh, you're clearly disturbed. It does (laughs) not hold up. It should not be watched. And I've canceled it. So you can't watch it. It's, uh, I mean, it sounds like it's actually pretty hard to find a legitimate version, so it's almost like you really can't watch it. I remember him being mean to her. I remember her being portrayed as super dumb, and I just, 
it was funny and then uh, but I feel like having if I went back and watched it now like you did I think yeah it would be more upsetting than anything else it doesn't hold up and I think I don't know 2003 I did not realize how many reality tv shows came out at that time right obviously they had a huge impact I feel like now I mean I feel like a lot of social media has even been influenced by reality tv of just like but now it's it's not like a producer or like a camera crew it's you know you or uh, one other person with a phone so it's definitely had a cultural impact whether it's uh, just the you know not necessarily the newlyweds but television uh, reality television as a whole and uh but i don't i would be surprised though if mo- like if if really any of it held up from that time maybe uh extreme maybe 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 yeah and i i'll have to go back and we should watch made again at some point because oh yeah that one was a little bit more uplifting at least but yeah Yeah. i think most of them are not good i mean you think about like punked what i don't even remember the other ones like the surreal life yeah i think that mythbusters mythbusters holds up fun yeah (laughs) mythbusters I yeah I think that if there's a difference now between reality TV show now and then I would say that it's more polished and more scheduled and I I I feel like it's much sneakier about what is real and what is you know the producers writers oh for sure yeah I um I definitely will not be watching no you definitely shouldn't I've got some great screen grabs for you though so oh please send We'll always have that. Should we wrap it up? Because it's been like a bajillion hours. This, I think, has been a longer time recording than Sailor Moon, which had five seasons. So that's <laughs> I was kind wild. of, I don't know. I think I watched the whole season because I'm like, well, I need content. And it was so much just like boring monotony that I couldn't just like watch one episode and give a rundown because there wasn't really much going was, on per yeah, episode. No, I get that. <laughs> so I did my best. No, I think you did right. Thanks so much. All um, right. You can follow us on Instagram. And um, maybe Spotify <laughs> if you want playlists. And then we <laughs> Which have... Which we're totally going to do. <laughs> yeah. We have a website, I think. It'll be it's live not by published, the time. is it? No, it, but I think it'll be by the time this comes out. Find it in the okay. find it in the show notes. Find sources in the show notes and sources on our website. And um, we have a coffee. It's K O F I coffee account. If you want to support us, and you can now actually before you couldn't because we hadn't added enough information, but now you totally oh, yeah. can. Yay! Yay, we did it. Uh, you can send us an email too, a nice one, at oh, yeah. ruiningourchildhoodpod at gmail.com. It'll all be in the show notes, which will exist at some point, as will this podcast. Yes. <laughs> if you're listening to it now, it exists. Congrats. Good job to me. I finally Woo! edited things. Woo! We don't really have a closer. No. I uh, need to go drop some kids off at the pool. <laughs> Love you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I do love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. Love you too. Bye. You've reached Sid and Riley. We can't come to the phone right now. So leave a message after the beep. 
Ruining Our Childhood was filmed in front of a live studio audience. Psych. But it is produced by us, Riley and Cassidy. With music by Joseph Tuna Medish. You can follow us on Instagram at ruiningourchildhoodpod. Or send us an email at ruiningourchildhoodpod at gmail.com. Support the show through our coffee account, ko-fi.com slash ruiningourchildhoodpodcast. Later! Later.